Welcome back to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this show is committed to giving values-driven coaches a clear path toward a business that you're truly proud of. This is the third of our special Coach on a Mission mini-series, and my guest today is Asia Ray Coleman, who's always known her purpose on the planet is to bring more levity to those around her. She did this as a kid, and she continues to do it in her first career as an actress. But lately, Asia Ray found another way to live her purpose through her coaching business, where she empowers actors to become industry leaders so that they can change the world with the stories that they tell. So in this interview, Asia Ray talks about the evolution of her business from a simple side gig to a purpose-driven platform, plus how much intuition and going inward helps her connect to her mission on a daily basis. So before we get started, please check out the show notes to learn about how you can enter a raffle to win a VIP day with yours truly. It's a giveaway I've put together in honor of our show's relaunch, and I want to make sure that you don't miss out. And now, allow me to introduce Asia Ray Coleman. Hi, Asia Ray. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited I get to say this. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. <laughs> uh, when we were preparing for this week, it was so much fun to think about who are coaches in my world who I really see embodying their mission. And you, of course, are on that list. So thank you for accepting my invitation. We've known each other for a really long time. Yeah. So it's just going to be fun to talk about where you're at in your business right now and about your mission and your values. So I thank you for coming. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. So the name of the show is Coaches on a Mission, and I'd love to just start by asking you, what does that word mission mean to you? Yeah, that's a great question. It's, mission is something that I talk a lot about in my coaching business. I coach actors, and one of the crucial steps in our success path is that they get really clear on what their mission is. And to me, it means like when we get really quiet, and really tune into ourselves. What's our reason for being here on this planet right now? Like, why did we incarnate right now mm -hmm. to be alive? You know, and, and I do think we have to get quiet and tune in to be connected with that because there are always so many things coming at us externally. You know, like, you need to make this amount of money, you need to do this as a career you need to marry this kind of person, you need to whatever. And that really has nothing to do <laughs> with what our missions are, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a follow-up question, but first I want to hear about your mission. We talked a little bit before beginning the recording and I'm of the belief that our mission, we go through seasons, mm -hmm. right? And our mission will evolve as we're learning and growing. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the season you are in right now, what mission are you on? Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea of seasons. And I think that for myself, I have kind of an overarching mission that I could say happens I was a kid, even though I wasn't aware of it, right? And that was to increase the level of joy and levity and enlightenment around me. Like that just, you know, as a kid, I'd love to make people laugh, right? Mm -hmm. 
it influences the kinds of acting projects that I do, that I love. I'm an actor as well, right? And it also influences what I do as a coach. But then I agree that we have these kind of like sub-level missions. I don't know what you want to call it, the seasonal missions. Okay, yeah. And for me right now, it's around the importance of family. I'm at an age where I want to start my own family and I'm very connected with my immediate family, you know, my family of birth and also around creating my chosen family, my close friends. I was sharing with you before we started recording, but one of my best friend's fathers passed away and I was able really because of what I've set up in my business to go back to New Jersey for six days and help her and her mom clean out her mom's house. And there's a time in my life that I would never have had the space to do that. So family is a big one for me right now. And also connecting with intuition. It's something that we talk about a lot in my coaching business and in the membership, but that idea of really connecting inward and getting better at listening to the knowledge that I feel is inside me, Mm -hmm. really strengthening that ability. Mm-hmm. So that's another mission I'm working on right now. Yeah. Okay. So this over, when you look back at your life as a whole, there is this broader theme or broader mission around raising the vibe of those around you. And it sounds like in your personal life, you're looking at that really literally, right? And in an intentional way. And what it's done, tell me if this lands for you, but is made what used to not even appear as an option, an obvious choice when you went back to New Jersey for six days, right? Where that was always a choice. You could have always done that, right? right? But because you're in this season and probably listening to your inner guidance, it became not only an option, but the obvious option. The obvious option, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Can we go back to what you said about getting quiet in order to answer within yourself the question, what am I here for? I mean, this is giving me flashbacks. I grew up in a really religious house mm-hmm. and I remember being in church and having the grown-ups ask this question and just thinking, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I, I just like couldn't even get my head wrapped around it. And now here we are. <laughs> but I'd love to know, If you have a story you can share around your experience of getting quiet and listening to yourself and what that revealed or what that led you to. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like up until I was in my late 20s, I was following a path that was kind of the prescribed path of Mm -hmm. someone growing up in my family. Education was very important to us. My grandfather was a teacher. My mother's entire generation went to college, which is not that common, especially in African-American families. And, you know, it was kind of like, go to school, get really good grades, go to a really good college, and then figure it out, figure out a career that makes sense. And so I went to school, I got all A's, I went to Harvard, you know, I graduated and did Teach for America to give back and to serve and... After that, I was kind of like, well, what do I actually had no clue what I wanted to do because I didn't really consider acting 
an option. It was like, well, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Fun, that does not line up with a logical <laughs> career right. pursuit, right? Yeah. So after Teach for America, I actually didn't do that. I did the next logical thing, which was to take a job. It was kind of a management consulting thing because mm-hmm. I wanted to do school district management. And so I wanted to learn how to manage outside of a school district, which weren't being managed very well. So I did this. And during that time, I started taking acting classes just for fun. Uh-huh. And I think it was, it was after a class one day, my teacher, her name is Wendy Phillips. Wendy asked me, have you ever considered doing this for a living? And you're really good. And I was like, no, <laughs> this, is, this is a fun class that I'm taking at UCLA Extension, right? And that was my answer to her. But after that class, you know, I think I was driving home because I lived in Long Beach at the time. I was driving back down the 405 and thinking, huh, like, is this, am I going to regret mm. not doing this in three decades if I don't do this? Because I really felt like this was completely lighting me up with that mission that I was aware of, which is like raising the vibe, right? That I knew I wanted to do. I could do that in the classroom though. I did that in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I did it with the people who I managed at work. But like in this way, I was like, wow, I could could be seen by millions of people on a television show. And you know, like this really feels in alignment. Huh. But still it didn't, you know, it was just like, huh, that's interesting. (laughs) And then I developed a meditation practice. I think we share a practice, mm-hmm. um, Vedic meditation, transcendental yeah. meditation with a Bija mantra, 20 minutes twice a day. And I feel like over the course of maybe the first year, year and a half of having a regular meditation practice, it really became clear to me mm. that this was what I needed to do. So it wasn't like a, a quick, you know, 30 minute go inward time. It was a long-term process of really like getting in the habit of being with myself Mm -hmm. and figuring out what I wanted. Right. So that that voice could grow loud enough, exactly. right? To stand out from all of the external noise, right? right. All right. So this begs the question, what about your decision to start your coaching business? Yes. Well, you know, as ever the practical person, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. knew that I wouldn't be making money as an actor right away or enough money to support myself. And I was actually on a coaching call with you. You were my coach when I was an actor. And you mentioned something that gave me an idea for a business. And I just thought, huh, well, this is interesting. First of all, I know nothing about creating a business, but I do know I am learning a lot about being an actor and I believe I can serve in this way. And wouldn't it be great if I had a completely flexible schedule and did something that I really enjoyed and kind of never had to, you know, work a late shift and wait tables or do things that I don't really want to do. Right. And so that was the original impetus for starting this coaching business. And it's funny because it has evolved right. over nine years to the point finally where I feel like I have reconnected with what my mission is mm-hmm. in the services that I offer in my business. Mm-hmm. At first, it was just about like, let's have a side gig to make some money that is enjoyable to me. And now it's so connected to what my mission is. Right. 
And it has such a ripple effect because there's a part of you that is and always will be an actor to raise the vibe. And now you're helping other actors do the same thing, right? And actors, you know, are the most empathetic, like, oh, yeah, they're so vibey. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it's just, it's such a joy to be able to empower those people to really lead, you know, because while, while we are sensitive and empathetic and all the things that, that we need in this world right now, we are also prone to being taken advantage of or to being told that we're not as necessary or important in this creative process because there are so many of us and so many people want to do what we do and all that stuff. And so it's Mm -hmm. such an honor to be able to support actors to really like make things happen in their careers and feel really uh, fulfilled in their careers. Yeah. So I noticed something and I wonder what your thoughts are. So you're taking acting classes for fun And then someone asked a question that opened up like a possibility and it was like a door open for you to then go inward. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, I had forgotten, but I remember that call that you were on with me. And I think it was like a group Q&A. It was. And someone said something and then I said, you know, it would be great. I wish someone would do this. And you thought, I'm going to do that. And then you went and did it, right? I thought everyone else on the call would do it. Yeah, and there was like a hundred people there and no one else. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, dude, I better do this now. Right. (laughs) Right. And it's interesting. So there's something there around, tell me if this feels true at all, but part of listening to self is looking for clues that we, outside of ourselves, that we might otherwise miss if we don't have that intuitive connection or that intentionality about being mission-driven. Yes. One of our guest speakers in my membership, actually, this month is an intuitive. And we asked her, she basically taught a lesson about how to connect with your inner guide, your inner guides, right? (laughs) Whether that's an angel or a past family member or what, you know, we get real woo-woo in my membership, right? And I really believe that all of these little signs and little inquiries and all of these things are, are there to help us, right? It's no coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. I think synchronicities are beautiful, but there's a reason that I was on that call and that I heard you coaching that actor who needed the service that I could provide, right? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's like being kind of open enough to hear it and to hear it in a specific way and then take inspired action is the key. Yeah. And I think acting quickly on it. Right. Is it, I think it's big magic, right? Mm -hmm. The book, big magic, where she talks about ideas don't have owners, right? And the metaphor is like ideas are jump, literally jumping around in the air and they're going to land in your brain for a minute. And if you don't do something to bring that idea to life, it's going to go and find a new home. And I love that playful encouragement to act on the intuition and act on the nudges. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about your values before I let you go? I would love to. So we're having this conversation about mission, and I really see you as so purpose-driven, and it's been fun to watch 
you turn a job like a really to be resourceful enough to set up a business that could pay your bills right and let it live in that container right where i'm an artist i'm an actor so I, now i have a way that i make my money as i'm building this other thing but you followed the evolution of that business right where now it's as purposeful and mission driven as your work as an artist yeah. so i'd love to just hear you talk about the value or the values that drive you mm. and how that shows up in the way the way you run your coaching practice yeah sure so one of them that i feel like is, is more obvious is connection mm. i think that you know being an entrepreneur and being an actor can be very isolating mm. pursuits and my coaching business that the central piece of it is a membership where it's such a tight virtual community where we just support each other and celebrate each other's wins. One of our values is community over competition. Mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of actors can feel like, oh gosh, especially if there's an actor who looks like me, they're competing with me. They don't want me to do well. They're my enemy. And you know, that's not the case. There's no scarcity here. And so connection is a big one. Yeah. Another one. And I got so clear on this during our last retreat in the hive mm -hmm. beauty, actually. Duh, is um, right? <laughs> I know this is a podcast, that, but, but you, you should all see her set up here. It's like <laughs> totally beautiful. <laughs> that comes across in our materials mm -hmm. for, our, you know, for our members and how our platform looks. And I just want people to feel like they, they have access to like the highest tier like luxury experience as an actor, you know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we're used to going into shabby theaters and like, you know, taking acting classes and whatever. And it just, that's not the vibe. <laughs> yeah. the and then another huge one for me is freedom. The final stage in our success path is freedom. And it's really about like actors having financial freedom, right? Creating their own income sources and generating residual income so they're not feeling so pressured all the time to go out and like hustle. Mm -hmm. It's about creative freedom, right? Having the freedom to choose the projects that you work on based on your mission and your values. So freedom is a huge one. And I think freedom is really why I started the business in the first place, right? I wanted right. the freedom to pursue my acting career without being stressed about money. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially beauty. So I know, do you ever have moments where you wonder if your values are the right values? I'm using air quotes for all of our listeners. Like, do you ever rub up against the idea that beauty is a shallow value? Yes. And I think yeah. that's why I just centered on this one recently. You know, I think that's why I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. I think, I think I've always criticized myself internally for being vain. Making it mean that you're vain because uh -huh. you value beauty. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's funny. I've kind of had to look at other people to realize that it's okay to value beauty. I mean, you're one of them. You're always, when I look at your, everything you put out into the world, it's beautiful. My mom is another. Mm -hmm. She really is such a beautiful person and really exudes that. So yeah, yeah. it's been nice to come to that and accept a journey. it. Totally. I just, what I learn about values is 
we're all coaches here, right? So we've all seen at least those value assessments where you're picking from a list of 40 words and narrowing it down. And I think it's really easy to, this is coming full circle, right? To listen outside of us about what our values should be instead of inside of us. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not honest about what really matters, not because it looks good on paper, but because it's actually how I live my life, then I can't honor any other value, right? So by really embracing your love of beauty, it gives you permission to care more about the environment, integrity, and all these other pieces. So cutting ourselves some slack and accepting our natural strengths and our natural values allows us to actually be and do more. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We can be shallow together, Asia (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love hearing you talk about mission and meaning. And I think that My big takeaway from this conversation is a reminder that my inner wisdom is talking to me all the time, right? And just a reminder to also check in with that as I make decisions moving forward. So thank you for bringing that forward today. Good. Well, thank you for coming on the show and thank you to everyone listening. I think the invitation here, maybe in the next 24 hours, is set the intention, right, to look for a clue and then go inward to see how you can act on that that clue you've received. Good. Thanks, Israe. We'll see everybody back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.